You're listening to Take a Look with Brooke, episode two. We're all walking home. We're not there yet, but we're finding our way back. It's a long run and we've got a long view. But when we fix our eyes on God, we're not going to quit. He is the surest and safest way. So let's take a look at our faith and the way forward. Together, we'll see that it's worth it. In the previous episode, we learned about the promise of heaven, that he's walking us home. Today, we're diving a little deeper to learn about what it looks like to walk by faith. It's genuinely one of my favorite topics. I don't know about you, but I feel like there are so many definitions or associations we can make with the concept of faith. The word in general is frequently used, but what is it? Is it a belief, a wish, a country singer? Before we get going, I want to share one more thing. It's kind of a new stirring within me. One is faith, the second is this. I really don't want us to be content knowing only foundational truths about the gospel when the deeper things of God belong to all of us. The kingdom of heaven is for anyone who wants to enter in, and I'm committed to helping us hold fast to the word of life, because while we are so distracted by everything going on in our life and in our world, what is most real and true and honest can be found in the Bible. Let's keep this in mind as we move forward. In the words of Mary Poppins, quick march and best foot forward. Let's get started. When it comes to the topic of faith in general, I can't help but reference the book of Hebrews. Specifically, in chapter 11, we're given the definition and a full list of people who set aside their fears and were known for their faith. We learn about their past circumstances, attitudes, and how they responded. We learn how their faith pleased God. Today, as we walk through this list, there may be some people whose stories you're familiar with and others that you may not be as familiar with. And while that's okay, we're going to make the effort to learn and remember ourselves. The Hebrew audience receiving this letter at the time would have known exactly who these people were and would have known exactly their story. If you're up for it, I've created a supplemental worksheet just for this episode to help us cross-reference the characters and learn more about their stories. You can download this on my website, but I'll include it in today's show notes as well. Okay, let's get going. At the beginning of the chapter, we learn the nature of faith. We get its definition. It's not a cultural idea or belief. It's not a wish or a feeling. It's not a blind assumption. It's not a leap. It's not all or nothing. It's not an amount. It's not belief without evidence. It's not irrational, and it's not in yourself. Faith is the confidence of things hoped for, the assurance of things unseen. And by faith, we understand the universe was created by the word of God. And for believers today, our faith is in the resurrection power of Christ. Now, what does that mean? I'm about to break it down. In Genesis 1 through 11, we learn about creation. It's known as primordial history. What is seen, the universe, was made by God who is unseen. So it's this idea that if we're going to stake our assurance of faith in something, we're staking it all on the God of creation and believing he exists. Why? Because belief in God, his power, his creation, will, and son changes the way we live and act. 
the way we move and have our being. It helps us prioritize what we center our life around. One Bible translation puts it this way, and I think it can help too. The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors and set them above the crowd. And by faith, we see the world called into existence by God's word. So in verses 1 through 3, we're given the definition of faith. And this is now followed by a list of people who are known for walking by faith. Abel's faith was shown through a generous offering. Enoch's faith was shown in a steady walk of obedience. Noah had more reverence toward God than he had fear of man and the opinions of others. That's a good one. Abraham went out not knowing where he was going, but he still obeyed God. He dwelled in tents. He offered his only son, Isaac. Jacob blessed his sons. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they all looked for the city whose builder and maker is God. Sarah's faith was shown in her strength to conceive a child in her old age because she believed that he who promised was faithful. Joseph gave instructions concerning his burial. Even at the end of his life, he believed God would fulfill his promise that he would give the land of Canaan to his people. And he wanted to dwell in that promised land. But not only that, he knew God was the Lord of the living and he had faith God would visit his people and one day raise them from the dead. Wowzers. Moses chose to suffer with the people of God rather to enjoy the comforts of sin. He understood pleasures were fleeting. He also wasn't afraid of the king's anger. By faith, the Israelites crossed the Red Sea. The walls of Jericho fell, for the land was already theirs for the taking. Rahab protected the spies because she had heard the stories and believed in their true God. Others are named and not named, but they conquered kingdoms. They administered justice. They obtained promises and shut the mouths of lions. That was probably Daniel. Some quenched the fire. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego surviving the blazing furnace? Others escaped or died by the sword. Some gained strength and weakness. This could have been Hezekiah. Others became mighty in battle and put foreign armies to fight. Some were tortured and imprisoned, stoned, maybe Zechariah, sawed in two. Oh my word. They wandered in deserts and on mountains. They hid in caves and holes in the ground. It's wild. And none of it sounds good. It's truly incredible if you were to go back and read about each of their lives, what they faced, and how they responded. People want to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. All of these people not only lived by faith, but they died in faith, trusting in something better. It's why their faith was accredited to them as righteous. They lived in the shadow of what was to come. And how much better is it for us that we get to live in the reality of what we know to be true now? That God loves us so much that he would send his son. They acted on what they knew to be true. They trusted in God for their life and for their death, for their hope and for their future. And even though they couldn't see the end of the road, God always gave them their next step. I don't know what you're walking through these days, but what I do know is that life is hard and challenging and even heartbreaking. I want you to know, God didn't say don't lose heart because you're going to figure it out. He said, take heart because I have overcome the world and all that comes with it. So big thought here, your faith in him will preserve you. Even still, here's a bigger thought I want you to consider. 
Simple truths may help us keep going. Simple love will lift us up and simple gestures of service may ease the day. But if you think a simple faith is all you need to get through this life, then we have completely underestimated this walk we're on. And what's worse, we've underestimated a powerful and incredible Savior who is there to help us every step of the way. Remember, He's walking us home. He's with us. Walking with Him is worth the walk. Thank goodness. There's so much more, you guys. Here's a little bit more of what I've collected and learned about faith. Faith is being able to say and confess Jesus Christ is Lord. Faith includes giving your whole self away to Jesus as King over your life. Faith is the instrument of our salvation. Faith receives everything from the work of Christ and contributes nothing to it. Because faith is a gift. And it's a gift that God gives so we can receive even more of God's gifts, mainly the grace of salvation. And finally, faith is a defining characteristic of God's people. Faith pleases Him. Now today's episode is all about what it looks like to walk by faith. Here are three ways we can do that, three things we can learn from all of those people who were known for their faith. The first, faith anticipates. Faith is always anticipating a better day. It somehow has seen the future and believes it's coming. It anticipates the promises of God will actually come true and that ultimately he will be the one to accomplish them. Many of his promises are both present and future realities. If you're looking to start somewhere, an action step for you might look like making a list of God's promises, reading them over yourself, and getting to know them better. The second, faith moves. Faith doesn't produce works, but if there is faith, there is movement. We learn about this in James chapter 2. Faith moves on. Faith acts. Faith grows. It's never stagnant. Remember the list of those people? Faith didn't happen sitting down. They gave. They walked. They built. They obeyed. They worshiped. They fought. They marched. Eugene Peterson put it this way, faith is a long obedience in the same direction. If you feel stuck in your faith, maybe it's time to make a move. What might your next step towards Christ look like? What's one step you can take today? Start where you are. Keep your eyes open. God calls us to be faithful with the small things. Perhaps they're preparing you for much bigger things ahead. Third, faith perseveres. No matter what you face or what you may be facing right now, faith intentionally endures. Steadfastness is developed by looking at God's faithfulness in the past and looking forward to the hope we have in Him for our future. I think a lot of times we don't actually want to be steadfast. Instead, we have an escapist mentality. We try to avoid or move past hard things quickly. In between, our focus is often on the things we don't have, the things we are losing or have lost. But what if during those times we considered, what does God have for me here? And what is there to be gained? I know that is easier said than done. An action step for you might be to identify the season you're in. Is it a time of stretching or resting? What attitude do you have about your life? What might it look like for you to press in and persevere in an intentional way? Take ownership of your choices and embrace it. Finally, I want to leave you with this verse. It's from John chapter 14, verse 27. It's one of my favorite promises spoken by Jesus himself. Peace I leave with you, 
my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Have courage and don't be afraid. Thank you so much for listening to episode two of Take a Look with Brooke. Don't forget to download the supplemental worksheet for this episode and check out our show notes at brookewegan.com. And if you haven't already, would you leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts? Take a screenshot, share with your friends, or share on social media as well. I would love to hear what you're learning or what's resonating with you. And finally, join me next week for episode three. We're all walking home, but the baton is being passed to us. So get ready to run. Let's keep the faith, friends. Onward.